0: You are listening to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, episode number 118.
1: Welcome to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, where you will learn brand
0: new and shockingly different tools to lose weight for the last time. And now, here's your host, certified life and weight loss coach, Laura Conley. Hello, yummy mummies. Welcome to the pod. I have one of my really good friends and colleagues and amazing coach and just awesome human. She just lights up the room. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see. Um, Jamie Burr. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks Introduce for yourself. having me. Yeah.
1: Thanks for having me. Yeah. So me and Laura are manifestation besties and it's so fun. Um, and we were just talking about body image and I'm actually a money coach, a money manifestation coach, but we were talking about the similarities between money coaching and this work that we have done around our relationships with our body. And I had told her that that was probably like the thing that I am most proud of. One of the things that I'm most proud of in my life that was one of the most challenging was like fully healing my relationship with my body, fully healing that part of me that just hated my body would always be super critical of it. Felt like I was never thin enough, never, you know, it's just like, it was a voice in my head that took over my life for the majority of my life. And it's something that I have done the work on to totally heal. And we were talking about it, She's just like, you know what? Why don't you come on the podcast and share all of your tips? So I am so happy to be here and share this.
0: Oh my God. I'm so happy that you're here too. Because I'm like, who is like the best body image, like self-love, body love coach? And we're talking about it. And I'm like, actually, you're the best one, even though you're (laughs) not an actual body image coach. I think you doing the work is really you know, that's, that's all that, that really matters. Tell them, tell us why you're so proud. Like, why is it one of the things that you are the most proud of?
1: Yeah. Because, you know, for so much of my life, I, so just to give you a little background, I was always a little overweight for most of my life. Once I hit puberty, I gained weight. I have polycystic ovarian syndrome. So I have insulin resistance and can gain weight pretty easily. And so I really struggled with my body image since I was a kid. And I feel like for most of my life up through all through my twenties, I would say like, 70% of the thoughts that I would have in a day would be about food, about my body, about what I looked like, about being self-conscious, about, oh my gosh, did I eat too much? Do I look bloated? Right? It was just so consuming. Mm. And I always thought that the answer to that was to lose weight. So I was always dieting or up and down in weight, right? Doing all the trendy diets, trying to lose it. And I just remember like... It was this moment, whenever I was like 29 years old and I was about to get married. And of course, you know, would want to lose weight for the wedding and all yeah. of that. And I wasn't able to. I remember I was just struggling. And this was before I got certified as a life coach, knew about the mindset work that we do that's transformational. And I just remember in that moment being like, wait a minute. Cause I was, I wasn't probably my heaviest at that time. And I remember looking back and being like, wait a minute, I had done this diet and got all the way down to the lowest weight I ever had in my like early twenties. I was just thinking back to some of these like trendy fad diets that I've done where I had lost weight. And I just recalled for the first time, I was like, wait a minute have never actually felt at peace in my body. Even whenever I was at my tiniest, like I would look back and be like, Oh my gosh, I'm so tiny in those pictures. And I remember back to when I was in that place. And I still thought like, I was like, I still felt overweight and I still thought I need to lose more weight. And I was never at peace. So I just remember that I finally was like, Oh my gosh, I... I think I just want to manifest peace mm-hmm. in my body. I just want to feel okay. And I, at that time I was like, I don't know if weight loss is the answer. I'm not gonna try to just lose weight to do that. I kind of like had this realization that, oh, maybe this is like a mental habit. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily something that's gonna be changed by losing weight again. Yeah,
0: so exactly. Cause are yeah.
1: never done. You're never done. I remember having that
0: same experience where yes. I was with I've talked about him on the- podcast, but my crazy trainer, I got, I got down. I was so tiny, so lean. And again, before I had really healed my relationship with food and my body through a lot of the mindset work that you just um, spoke about and, you know, the emotional work too. And what's so interesting is I was like literally so tiny. I was like Katy Perry for Halloween and had like the (laughs) cupcake bra and like the little like booty shorts or whatever. And I remember standing there and being like, yeah, but I could still lose more. And it's just like, it's just a rabbit hole. Like you could yeah. just keep going. It's endless. And, and that is so painful and so brutal because yeah. it's like, oh, this thing that I thought was going to solve the thing didn't solve the thing. I still, yes. because, because what we're seeking by wanting to lose weight is a feeling of yeah. peace or yep. whatever, whatever confidence, freedom. Um, freedom. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Yep totally. So yeah. that realization is so, that's so insightful that you had that because I don't think a lot of people get that. I think a lot of people just get back on the freaky
1: roller coaster or the yo-yo. And they're like, I gotta go again. Gotta yeah. go later. It took a lot of courage to do that mm. because yeah. it meant that I would have to do the work on accepting my body. And that wasn't easy. That's why I say it's probably it's one of the things that I'm most proud of because it was so hard. It was so hard. And it was so painful going not going through that journey, but just before that journey. The the pain of hating your body is really, really challenging when you live in it all day long.
0: Mm-hmm. I know, and that's why I'm like so passionate about encouraging you as the listener, right? And my clients too. That's why you have to love yourself. Then that's why we do unconditional body love, unconditional the way your body looks, love, and unconditional self love inside the Emmy Mummy is because like it just doesn't work the other way. You've ever, we've yeah. already tried it, and that's why I asked that question too. Is like why are you why are you so proud? Is because I think the things that we're most proud of are the things that take. The most courage, and it's yes. so badass because you're not gonna get like a ton of external accolades for like loving your body. But totally, it's like, but but you're with yourself all day, every single day, so you might yes. as well like you might as well try to love it and be courageous. And I think you're right too, like. It's, once you once you decide, okay, I am gonna love my body. It's not that <laughs> it's not that bad. It's like the deciding, the accepting, the like yep. initial like pulling of the plug of like this isn't working. We have to try a new way.
1: Yep, totally. And it, it was a journey getting there. It took me quite a few years to get to the place where I'm like, I'm good with my body. You know, no matter kind of what it what it's doing or where it's at. It took yes. quite a few years, but it was just that intention to to, and it wasn't even like it didn't even start off with the intention to love my body. It was just like, oh. can I accept it? Can I stop thinking about this all the time mm. and yeah, worrying like I don't about it? Do this anymore?
0: Like, yeah. just, I'm done doing this. That was it. of the time. Yeah. Yep. That was it. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's so resonant. And I think people can really probably relate to that because I do <laughs> Jamie and I were just talking about Googling <laughs> and like keywords and words before we got on the call. And it's like, no one's Googling how to love my body. I mean, maybe a small percentage, but most people just want to stop hating their body or stop yeah. the experience of like being at war with themselves on a daily basis. And so I think that that is, that's like step
1: one is, yes. is you know, Wanting to like end it. So. And you know what? I, why, why I think it takes a lot of courage to do that. And to start doing that work is because I think a lot of people, myself included at the time thought that if I stop hating my body, Mm. then I'm just going to eat whatever I want, gain a bunch of weight. Like I, it it was like I had this thought that I have to hate it in order to get to the place I want to be. Well, if I like it, then I'll have no ambition to be healthy Mm. or to lose weight or to heal the PCOS and, you know, really get into the body that I most want. And that's the other thing is um I had to learn that I can both love my body and yes. want to lose weight or want to reduce my weight. You can hold both. It doesn't mean that you, if you love your body, well, then I'm just gonna let go and never take care of it. And the yeah. the wild thing is that for me at least, the opposite was true. It was like once I actually started doing that work to accept my body and stop being so mean to it internally mm. then i started naturally wanting to take care of it like i naturally i realized because whenever i was um initially working with a body image coach it was the it, um her whole philosophy was like don't restrict foods intuitive eating whatever you want eat it you know and so i took that and of course i was eating pizza and mm-hmm. sandwiches and <laughs> like desserts. I was like, well, this is what I'm craving. This is what my body's craving. And I started gaining a lot of weight. But what I realized was I feel horrible. Yes. So I started realizing like, wait a minute, I don't actually want this. Right. So I was like this, if I'm loving my body, I'm not going to make myself feel horrible. Yes. So it was like that intention of starting to think about, oh my gosh, I noticed that this affects my mental health. This affects how I feel. This affects my insulin levels and my, Mm. you know, blood sugar big time. Mm. So that affects my moods. And for me, I'm pretty like, I feel like I'm pretty sensitive to foods. So from that place of kind of going the opposite, I was like, this is actually not what I want, Like what I really want. And if I really love my body, I just want to nourish it and take care of it. Do what makes me feel my best. Yeah. I totally
0: experienced that too, because I was like, you know what? All these diets are not working. So I'm just going to love my body. But what I did was I fake loved my body. (laughs) I just fake loved it because... (laughs) And I think we all do that. Well, you know what? I'm just going to love my body and I'm going to eat whatever I want, whenever I want. And then I'm going to love the weight that I gain, but it's like, right. And then it's like, but that's not real love if you're feeding it like a bunch of chocolate cake and cookies and pasta. And for most of us, some of us, maybe that, maybe that is love, whatever, right? Like no judgment, but I just, I was calling it. Love. I was calling it self-care, but it wasn't yeah. because I didn't, it wasn't actually a loving act. And that's why I like this idea of, Hey, let's balance our hunger hormones before we start trying to eat intuitively because our hunger hormones will just like disguise themselves as our totally intuition and be yes. like, Hey, <laughs> chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> yeah, we really want this. It's our intuition. And really yeah. it's just our hunger hormones being like yep. or our lower brains or whatever you want to call yep. peer pressure or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you speak to that because, because I don't think many of us have the map of like, okay, well, if I really want to love myself, like how do I do that or love my body? How do I do that? Mm -hmm. So how, how do you do that, Jamie?
1: Yeah. So whenever I started this journey, like I said, it was before I knew about mindset coaching. So I actually did a lot of, I took actions that helped me love my body and, um, did some kind of like exposure therapy. That's Mm what the coach that i was working with at the time was um supporting me around so i did things like well number 1 i i really did a whole social media cleanse mm-hmm. so i unfollowed like And at the, like before this, my first career before coaching was I was a makeup artist. So I followed all of these models and, you know, people with tiny bodies and all of that. And that's what I was exposed to all the time. So that's what I was always striving for. So I just decided to go in and do a cleanse and just unfollow all of that and start following women who had a similar body shape to me and women of all different sizes and body positivity Instagram accounts. And I just wanted to start consuming that to where I could start seeing like beauty and more than just a tiny body, you know? And also what was really helpful is Yeah, following like the models that had similar body shapes to me because I could start to get inspiration in terms of, oh, how do they dress? Right. Because, like, before I would just wear all black. It was all very like hiding my body type mm-hmm. of clothes. I didn't like to have anything that showed my shape or anything like that. And one of the other pieces of work that I did was I stopped waiting to dress nice. Mm-hmm. Like before that, I was like, oh, well, I'm not going to buy clothes until I lose weight or until I'm here. Of course. Right. Yeah. But I mean, it, it's like, then I would just always be waiting, always be waiting. And I never had a closet that I liked. So I just started um, getting clothes that actually fit my body, getting inspired by these different models. Like I would look up curve models and natural models. That was actually one of the um, modeling agencies that I really loved is natural models because they have... Such a diverse group of models of all different shapes and sizes. So I followed literally every one of their Instagram accounts and just started getting inspired and started dressing oh. myself nicely. I got my colors done so that I knew what kind of colors look good on me. Cause yeah. literally, like Laura, you wouldn't even believe it. My whole closet was just like black. Everything oh. was black, right? Cause yeah. I thought it was the most, like, it would make me look the thinnest. Yeah. Yeah. And it was so funny because the, the um, color stylist that I hired was like, no, that is not your color. Like you are a spring. (laughs) She's like, you need to be wearing colors. So I started buying color. And um, one of the things that I did, because I did know that I would probably be losing weight was I was like, I just started doing rental sites, like rent the runway newly, that kind of stuff so that I could still dress myself up, but it didn't feel permanent. It wasn't like, oh, I'm investing in this whole new wardrobe when my body's changing. Yeah. But started, yeah, I started doing that. A big one that was so scary. It took so much courage. I hired a photographer and did a photo shoot Mm. because at that time I hated seeing pictures of myself. Like every time I saw a picture, I would just like cringe, you know, and I wouldn't take that many. I wouldn't take full body shots. So I was like, I, this was also encouraged by my body image coach was like, you need to do a photo shoot, full body images, get some cute clothes, right? Dress yourself up. And you like, it's just like exposure therapy. Cause if you never see yourself in pictures, you're always going to be surprised. It's kind of like, I don't know if you've had this experience, like before you started podcasting, I've heard other people say it, but like where it's like you hear the sound of your voice and you don't hear it often. So you're like, oh my gosh, I sound like that. What? I don't like that. I remember thinking, I don't like the sound of my voice, Mm -hmm. but now that I'm familiar with it, it's like, oh yeah, that's just me. And that's the same with pictures, right? Where like- I stopped being so critical because I just started getting used to actually seeing myself fully. And I did the work where I was like, I'm going to take a picture and I am not allowed to say a bad thing about it. I have to think a positive thought beforehand and I'm going to decide ahead of time to have my own back Mm -hmm. and be kind to myself no matter what it looks like. Mm -hmm. And I kept doing that work and started doing pictures. I started doing videos, which was something I was terrified of, even like Mm -hmm. videos of my face. I didn't like seeing that. You know, and so I started just doing them on my phone just for myself, not even posting them, wow. just getting familiar with my own body, you know, and there's something amazing that happens when you do that over and over. Then it's like, oh, yeah, this is just my body. That was huge for me. Yeah, um, that's such a
0: good takeaway or such a good to do because it's, I mean, I've totally had that experience with my voice too, yeah. just seeing myself on, like, I don't even flinch anymore when yeah. I see like a video or whatever pop right? on Instagram of me. And I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Here I am again. I've seen it a million <laughs> times. Yeah, yep. exactly. It's, yes. so, it's so true. Yeah. Yep. We get so much programming and conditioning of like what's right and what's good and what's a how you should look. It's like, it makes sense that we have to like reprogram our brain by showing our brain different things and
1: more. Yes. And I think also some of the mindset work that I did was just realizing like, oh my gosh, we are not all made to look the same and to have the same size body. And what's healthy for me might look different than what's healthy for someone else. We're not all meant to be the exact same size and weight. And even looking at like my mom, who she has an athletic body, my sisters have athletic bodies. Like I'm just naturally a little more athletic, a little more curvy. And accepting that like, Oh, this is kind of my natural body type. I probably will never be a size two. I could, but I don't think that would be the healthiest version of me. I don't think I would be getting all my nutrients, you know? Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. So how do you, how does one know? Like, how do you know you're really healed? Like you've really done this. Like you say it with such conviction. I love that. How do you know? Like, wow. Yep. I, I complete.
1: Yeah. I mean, for me, it's because I have gained some weight back and I'm not triggered by it at all, mm. at all. Mm. I've been going through like some little health things and I put on some weight and it's like, okay, that's fine. Like, I still love myself. It's fine. My body, it's like, yeah. I, I don't have any feelings of like, I look gross. This is awful. Oh no. It Like in the past, it would have been oh my gosh, this is the worst thing that can ever happen. Like so much urgency to get it off. And now it's just like, there's this piece that's over me. That's like, okay, I wonder what's going on here. Let's mm. see. But it's from a, such a different place. It's like very patient, um, and very
0: curious and just like, yeah. Well, almost scientific. It's like kind of, I mean, that's, what's so cool about the body is the body will like tell us if we are yeah. willing to listen, like, you know, Jamie and I've connected a little bit on this too. Cause I'm dealing with some health stuff and some gut stuff and, um, you know, some. <laughs> It's a little TMI, but like sometimes I'll get bloated and before like, you know, me, Laura, before Laura, like seven, eight years ago, I would have been like disgusted and mad and like on a cleanse, like, you know, immediately. And now I'm like, oh, my body's just telling me something. This is like such a good cue or clue or whatever. Yeah. And and how can I how can I, you know, help my body here instead of like yes. punish it basically.
1: Yes. So um yeah, it's so I interesting. Know, oh go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say that uh, I also notice um that there are certain times of the month where my body thoughts can go negative. But now I kind of know the pattern. So it's like around my cycle or whenever I'm about to start. And of course, my body's just more inflamed it's more bloated mm-hmm. but it and so my but my brain will go into oh no you look terrible right all of this like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'll notice thoughts that like they kind of want to come in but it's like oh yeah it's this time of the month this always happens mm-hmm. you know what I mean I just started to understand my brain's kind of like cycles around that and its thought patterns and its habits so it's yeah. like oh yeah it's that time no wonder my brain is offering these things Yeah. but what is real here what that is true? Is so helpful. That's so helpful
0: because I think sometimes people can think, oh, you're healed. Yeah. Oh, you have this positive body image now or neutral body image or whatever you want to call yeah. it now. Right. And it doesn't mean you're not going to ever have a negative thought. It's just the ability to be aware of them and then respond appropriately. Right? That's it. And that is, I'm, I'm so glad you got the right answer, Jamie. <laughs> Because, yeah, it's because, right. I don't want my clients to ever come and be like, Laura, I had this thought that, you know, I'm disgusting that yes. gross. And um, it doesn't have anything to do with whether or not you're healed. I think that's
1: absolutely so, like
0: so powerful and profound,
1: right? It's like, yes, so good. I love that. Yeah. Just get to know your brain a little bit, like watch its patterns, watch it. Mm-hmm. And just like neutrally, right. And get curious. You know, what really helped me with that is like, okay, what are the facts going to the facts? And it would always be helpful for me to do measurements so that I could go look at the measurements. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, it's so interesting how my brain is telling me that I look so fat and I look so this or that. And, but yet, like I look at my measurements and they're the same. (laughs) Like, what is that about? You know what I mean? Yeah. In my brain, I have this different visual and I think it's because I grew up overweight. So I just Mm -hmm. had this, um, like body dysmorphia. Yeah. Yeah. For a long time. Um. So why do you think that
0: you can't hate your body thin? We touched on it a little bit. Yeah. But why, why doesn't that work? Like, why can't we beat ourselves up hard enough or punish ourselves? Un- well, to- yeah.
1: So I love this question. So I think we can, I just don't think you're going to get where you want to go. Mm-hmm. You can hate yourself. and lots of people do it. I've done it. But I didn't stay that way. Yeah. And I never. never achieved what I actually wanted was, which is like the feeling of freedom and the the feeling of peace. You can hate yourself thin, but you're going to hate yourself at thin too. Huh. You are. There's yeah. no way around it. The number right. on the scale does not change your brain's habits. It's yeah. patterns. It's thought patterns, right? The things that we think the most often about ourselves and our body, they're just like habits, right? They They are patterns that come in that they cannot be changed when our circumstances change. It's just not possible because the number on the scale does not change your brain chemistry. (laughs) It doesn't change your neural pathways, right? So you can hate yourself thin, but you'll get there and still hate yourself most likely. Or you'll think I'm not thin enough or something else is wrong, or you'll be in complete fear of gaining weight again. So you just won't be at peace. At least Mm. I haven't met anyone who has, I personally haven't had that experience. And, um, Used to actually coach on weight loss and I hadn't had any of that. It's like I've never heard a client say I've, you know, hated myself then. And then I felt amazing and I was at peace and I never worried about food again. Right. So
0: even though that's what our culture is teaching us, right? Yes. Oh, totally. It's just do lose the weight. And then it's like the image of that free woman or happy woman. Yeah. So that's what we're being sold all the time. Yeah. And I feel like, and I feel like too, if, that's where like that self-sabotage comes from, right? Totally. If we're over there being thin, but hating ourselves, we're going to eventually just go back.
1: Yes. And that's what I did for so many years. I would bounce back and forth and then go on another diet and lose weight again, and then it gain it back. And, um, so, so I, I just think that if you want to actually, you know, lose weight and feel at home in your body, you have to do both simultaneously, which is heal your relationship with food, do the work that you're doing in Yummy Mummy or as your listeners are doing, right? And also work on your relationship with your body. Notice the thoughts that are most frequently going through your brain about your body because if you don't change those, they're not going to change. Like if you don't do the work on them, they're not going to just magically change. Yeah. And How do we
0: do the work on them? Number one, number two, what about those people that are out there that have their heads in the sand or kind of avoiding? Cause I think I did that a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like I just wouldn't look in the mirror. I wouldn't like let myself hear my thoughts. Yeah. A lot of us are like, it's the, the beating ourselves up or the body shaming that we do to ourselves or hating our body, whatever. I think a lot of it could be actually very
1: subtle. So true. Yeah. So true. I mean, yeah, I didn't notice it (laughs) until I finally did. Right. Where I was like, oh, I'm just miserable. And no matter what, like I just realized it, but I think awareness is key. And, um, just, even if you're listening to this podcast, if any of this resonates with you see what resonates and ask yourself how do i feel that's another indicator is like how do i feel about my body about my weight because that's always an insight into your thinking into what your most prominent thoughts are so if you feel bad if you feel ashamed if you feel um uneasy often about your weight or about food ask yourself what is this feeling here? Get re- just get a little bit curious. What is this feeling and what are the thoughts that I'm seeking that are creating that feeling? Mm-hmm. And you can start by journaling that out, write them down. It's always helpful to get them on paper. Yeah. I think the first step is always just to have the intention to like to kind of end that war with your body and have the intention to accept your body. Mm-hmm. And then from there, once you have that strong intention, then you can start doing the work to start noticing and becoming aware of what what is going on in your brain. So thought downloads are really helpful where you just, anytime you're not feeling good in your body, just... Go get out a journal, write whatever is coming up for you, however you're feeling, and then notice that like this is your thinking and notice the thoughts that are coming up most often. And I think it's also helpful to recognize that you have the ability to change those. That's just the script that's running in your head. And you can choose a new way of thinking. Mm -hmm. Now, is this going to be the easiest thing you've ever done? No. Will it change your life? Probably yes. (laughs) Is it worth it? One hundred percent. Yeah. And also getting coaching, right? Like, I think that's the biggest thing is, um, you know, if you're in Yummy Mummy, like that's what coaches are for is they help us see those thoughts that we just think are facts Mm -hmm. that... Um, are driving, our are just lives. thoughts, right? Yeah. Yes. yes. And they're driving our lives. And that's why I always have a coach is because I don't even notice sometimes I'm like, I don't even realize what's going on. I just know that I don't feel great or this yeah. isn't working. Yeah. So hiring a coach is helpful because they can help us kind of tease out the, the mindset and the perceptions that are just not, not really useful and not helping us create the lives or the results that we want. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Totally.
0: Yeah. It's so interesting how, how your brain will just offer you these thoughts that you're like, no, that's definitely a fact. Yeah. It's definitely for sure. And that's what I love that you're bringing up the feelings work too, is because I love feelings because usually it's like a check engine light, like, Hey, something's off here. Hey, we do have something to tease out. Like there's some. There's an opportunity here, even though it might not be like the most comfortable one, but it's usually like, yoohoo, pay attention, yep. right? especially if it's coming up again, 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 again. Exactly. Again. Oh, it's so good. Okay. So since you're... Um, an expert in manifestation, specifically around money. So, you guys, Jamie's gonna come and teach the Yummy Mummy Master. So, if you're in the Master's program, get really excited for that because she's coming later this year to Teach us a couple of workshops on how to manifest, how to manifest money, all that stuff. So, what what comes up when I ask the question, like, how do you manifest a body you love? Yeah. Can you do that? Like, is that a thing?
1: Oh my gosh. Of course you can. You can (laughs)
0: manifest anything. (laughs) Because I've literally heard manifestation experts talk about this. They'll be like, you can manifest any, I don't believe this, but they'll say, you can manifest anything you want except for body and health. And I'm like, oh my God. Well, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to (laughs) out them on the podcast, but I have heard that been said. And I'm like, that's
1: such BS. So what, what are your thoughts about that? Yeah. I mean, I think. Think manifestation is really just—it's aligning our thoughts, feelings, and actions with what we most want in our life, right? With the, the reality that we most want. So I don't know why you couldn't use it with body. I've used it with body, and I manifested a healthy relationship with my body, and it started with that burning desire to love my body and to be at peace. And I just remember like, I mean, I had conversations with God where I'm like, please help me with this because it is so annoying and so frustrating. And I had this burning desire to do it. And then we just have to believe that it's possible and we can start Mm -hmm. taking baby steps there. Mm -hmm. And it's just starting with that intention. And then it's like thinking about uh, um, one way you can use manifestation is to think about how does, who do I want to be? How, like, go to the visual of how do I want to think about my body? How do I want to feel in my body? How do I want to treat my body? How do, like, what are, what do I want for my body, right? Asking these kind of questions and go to that Like Write it all down. Get really, really crystal clear on what your desire is and then start practicing that. Mm -hmm. Start practicing thinking those thoughts now. Yeah. Yes, totally. It's the map, right? Yes. Yes. It's like becoming an energetic match to your desire. Hmm. Yeah. It's one of my favorite questions. It's like, how do you think you're going
0: to feel over there in your dream come true body? And how can you feel that feeling right now?
1: Yes. Just feeling that feeling right the second. It's so good. Yes. And we can do that because our feelings are not created by our body. They are created by our thoughts and th- how we think. So you can absolutely practice that feeling now. You just have to practice thinking in a new way. And that's that's just going to be the work. That's the practice. You have to build the muscle in your brain of mm. thinking nice things about your body and practicing it over and over. It's like doing reps in the gym. Like If you want strong arms, you have to do reps. Well, yeah. same with Um, your relationship with your body, if you want to have a great relationship with it and feel at peace, you have to continuously think the thoughts that create peace for you.
0: Yeah. And I love that definition of relationship too, right? Like that our relationship with our bodies or food or other people is literally just our thoughts about them. So we have to practice thoughts. And then I'm guessing some people out there will be like, well, but I don't believe those thoughts or those thoughts don't feel true or right about My body. So, what would you what would you say to that? Because I think that that's like a misnomer out there. Is that like, and I think that's why sometimes like affirmations or mantras get bad rap. Yes. Right. So, would you speak to that a little bit? Like, how do we think good thoughts? How do we do these reps in a way where we can at least like partially believe?
1: Oh, I love that question. So, I think the reason that I love going through that exercise that I just gave of writing those different things out how you want to think, how you want to feel, how you want to treat your body like what is The ideal, go there. It may not, it may feel like it's very far from where you are, but just knowing where you're headed is really important. It's like plugging it into the GPS system. That's what manifestation is, right? We want to know, like, what are we plugging in? And then what you want to do is just like take the first route, which that might be it's like, oh, what can I believe now that is closer to that? Yes. Right. A little bit closer to that. So it may be something like, I am just going to start thinking like, I've heard a lot of people say, I have a body. That's a helpful, like first thought instead of, I hate my body move into, I have a body. This is my body right now. Mm -hmm. This is where my body is right now. Mm -hmm. I have a unique body we don't all have the same body right like it doesn't have to be i love my body right
0: yeah because i think so many people think that they're like well if i'm gonna go on this body
1: love journey or this me
0: not hating my body journey Mm -hmm. then i'm gonna have to think thoughts like i love my body and then those will just fall so flat for so many of us it's totally beginning eventually they won't which is super fun but i i love that yeah i think it's i think it's at least in our circles, right? That that thought gets thrown around a lot like I have a body, but yeah. the reason why is because it works.
1: Yes, yes. And another thing that I had found helpful was it was almost like setting a boundary that I just don't I just like whenever I would notice myself getting into that cycle of hating it or looking in the mirror and telling myself, Oh, this is so gross. Oh, I wanna change my outfit. I mean, I would change my outfit like ten times in the morning. It was a thing. <laughs> And I would just stop myself. So instead of even like, instead of practicing an intentional thought, I would just have this boundary where I'm like, I just don't do this anymore. Yeah like, we just don't think about this anymore. Yeah. Let's move on. And I would try to like, think about something completely different. Like, oh, where am I going today? Or something else, you know, what am I going to have for breakfast? I would just try to change what was like, change the station in my mind. So it wasn't even necessarily like thinking, oh, I love my body whenever I totally wasn't there. It was just like, oh yeah, we don't do this thing anymore. Like we don't sit here in front of the mirror and criticize ourselves anymore. Yeah, And I had to practice that. So it can be just letting go of and, um, practice like disregarding the thoughts that yeah you can tell are just not useful, not helpful. And even now, right. Where like, whenever I, I have my cycle and like, I, I get bloated and my brain will go, oh my gosh, what happened? Did you, are you gaining weight? And I'm like, no, we don't, you know, it's just like, no, we don't think that way anymore. Remember we're just on our cycle. It's fine. Fine, we're gonna go back. <laughs> this is what
0: always happens.
1: Yes, time. this is what always happens. Thanks, brain, but no, yeah. thanks. We're not going
0: there today. Yeah, exactly. And it's like I think that that is so profound. Um, to make a decision like that's what you're saying right you just decided yeah. and then you draw a line in the sand so that your brain just can't get away with as much shit anymore because your yeah. brain's just gonna, your brain's gonna forever probably try to like want to hate your body or like offer a thought that's rooted in not self-love right or yeah. not body love and <laughs> great like that's what our brain brains are gonna brain like yeah you know and yeah it's just drawing the line in the sand of like, no, I don't engage with that. I change
1: the, I change the radio station every time yep. Yep. that radio That's accidentally it. comes on. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It, and it's a practice. And mm-hmm. what I have noticed is that as I have done that of changing the radio station, just kind of disregarding stopping it, it doesn't come in as often, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. throughout the years, it slowed down. And like I said, this took me probably like five full years to it's not more, maybe six years to really get to the place where I feel like, oh my gosh, I just don't get triggered anymore. But yeah, I think the the more you stop it, it just... To become more like autopiloted. Yeah. It's like, it doesn't come in quite as often at all. I mean, it used to, like I said, it used to probably consume my brain like 70% of the time because there was so much momentum and I just slowed the momentum down. That's what we want to do. Totally.
0: I love that. So it's not like the automatic radio that's always on just when you turn your car on, it's just 90% of the time, another radio station. Yeah. Sometimes your kids like, you know, come into the front seat and change the channel or whatever your phone like defaults or whatever. Yeah. But you could just change back. It's so good. Yes. And I love that you just like, she just said it, you guys, without even any pause, right? She's like, yeah, it took me like five, six years and I could like just hear the audience being like, holy shit, five, six years. You guys, that's, that's literally no time. Like in the grand scheme of time, like, so you can either spend a couple years or you can be 89 And hate your body. (laughs) That's right. For the next 40 years. Somebody was just telling me about how their mom was complaining about their body. Their, like, you know, elderly mother was complaining about their body. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, I I mean unless we stop it, it's just keep going. It's It's not like we turn like sixty-six and just stop. So
1: we have to actually do the work. That's it. And you have to remember also every year got better and better. So every year felt like a massive improvement. So even six months into this journey, I was feeling a lot better. It's like the station was only playing fifty percent of the time and then it moved down to twenty-five percent. You know what I mean? So you're it's like I felt like there was continuous improvements and there's no timeline on it. That was just my journey. Yeah. Um, but yeah, well, it, I feel momentum. like it's, it's you got so worth momentum. It. Like even after six
0: months, like you're saying, yeah, then you've got momentum to fuel you. It's not like this really steep uphill battle after yeah. after just a teeny bit. Really, yeah. I think it's just. I think that 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 first step of deciding is like the hardest step. Yeah. And then everything else is. Yeah. Sometimes there's challenging parts for sure. Yeah. Uh, And
1: one thing I actually forgot to mention, which is so funny, right? We're talking about body and how this right around weight loss and stuff is actually, once I started doing this work, that's when I started losing weight. So I actually lost 50 pounds naturally without any like Mm. diet, right? Like, I mean, in terms I did a protocol that I created for myself, but it was very simplistic. It was very loving. It was very clear. It wasn't like I had to take any kind of pills or do anything weird. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I wasn't counting everything that was going into my body yeah. and stuff like that. It was really simple, but it was like, I finally got to the place where like I was at peace with my body. And then it actually made losing weight so much easier, so much easier. Cause I wasn't in a, such a rush.
0: Yes. And why weren't you in a rush? I mean, I know the answer. I could get, yeah. There, but tell us a little bit about that because so many people probably can't identify with that because weight loss is such a rush. It's like a, such a hustle. Yeah. I know. It used to be for me
1: for yeah, sure. Not in the yummy mummy. <laughs> no. Not exactly. The yummy mommy. No, we're not rushy. We're well, why it. aren't you in a rush whenever you're in this place where you're learning to love your body? Is because you know that, that. Losing weight isn't going to solve every problem in the entire world. You realize that, I mean, for me, I had to do the work where I realized that I was worthy no matter what my weight was. Mm -hmm. And like, I wasn't going to magically be a worthy human being whenever I was at this really small size. So I untied that link that I had unintentionally made that so many of us just from like our culture have made that like our, the size of our body has to do with our worth. And once I kind of detached the two, then it was like, oh, I'm worthy and I can accept my body where it's at. It's good. And I'm just, I can lose weight as well. Yeah. But I wasn't in a rush because I knew that I was going to get there. I just knew it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And there's so much peace in that too. And yeah,
1: inevitability about around it. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. And like, I don't know. It's like, we have this one precious life. Let's enjoy it. Like we're going to do our goals. It doesn't mean to not have to throw them all away, but like, let's enjoy it. And like, why not? What's the other choice? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Exactly, and I love what you're saying too, and Jamie and I were making the like kind of connection between money so if you've ever had like a money goal right and you've gotten to the money goal most likely you just want more money after you get to that money goal because you haven't changed your thoughts and you're just like it's just a desperate hustle that's never ending yeah it's the same with weight loss if you know that you are worthy and good enough and valuable because you literally breathe air and because you exist because you're born. And that's, you know, another thing that we learn in you know, our kind of coaching circles or whatever, but, um, and inside the yummy mummy, it's so nice. And you can just want more money without hanging your worth up against you achieving that goal or not. It's
1: totally, yeah. We were just talking about how, yeah, how similar, like, because I do money coaching and I used to do weight coaching and how it's so similar in terms of what I do because I felt like for so many years, I was trying to lose weight out of hating my body. Mm -hmm. And for so many years, I was trying to make money from scarcity and neither of them ever worked and it never felt good. And it wasn't until with body, until I started doing the work to accept my body that I actually lost the weight and like lost it for good. And then with money i it was i didn't start actually making money till i could get myself to a place of abundance and acceptance where i was and then it was so much easier to create money and manifest money Oh, That's so awesome.
0: And it's just a more peaceful experience when you're in the journey of,
1: too. Oh, my gosh. The only
0: way to really do it is to do it from a place of acceptance and abundance and, like, good enough. Like, you're already good enough. You can't earn it. And if you do try to earn it you know, your good enoughness through like your weight on the scale or the number in your bank account. It's just, it's never, it's never going to stop. You're just gonna going to keep going more and more and more.
1: I, I know just, like, it doesn't work. Yeah, We've tried it, right? I'm yeah. sure so many of the listeners you've tried it. Has it worked? Yeah, <laughs> Probably I know. Not. That's like really great. It's really great data. Like we already tried that like
0: 29 times. Yep. It work? Let's try it another way. <laughs> That's going to be way more enjoyable. People yeah. are always like so surprised. They're like, you said it was going to be fun and enjoyable but I didn't believe you and yeah it really is fun and enjoyable
1: I I think it's also knowing that um just to go back to that question why was I able to be patient with it Mm -hmm. I think I also finally realized that like once I get there I'm gonna be following the same plan as I am now whereas I used to think once I get there I can eat whatever I want and I'll be free but like no it doesn't really work that way you know? So I like had to actually make peace with food and um, heal the emotional eating. And I realized like, Oh yeah, whenever I get there, it's pretty much going to be the same. I'm just going to be in a smaller body, but it's not like something massive is going to change in my life. Right. So it's easier to be patient and enjoy the journey.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love that. Oh, I think we should end on that. Unless you have anything else you feel like
1: the listeners need to know covered it. I love this topic so much. And yeah, I'm so grateful you had me. I love sharing this stuff. Ah, yeah.
0: well, if you guys are listening on the day that this is coming out, it's Valentine's Day. So this kind of wraps up our little mini kind of impromptu series that we did. If you haven't listened, I did a podcast on like what real self-love is and answering the question which we kind of touched on today too of like Can you want to lose weight and love yourself, or does it mean that you don't love yourself if you do want to lose weight? And so today kind of wraps up our three-parter self-love series. Like, I like Valentine's Day. I know some people, like, hate it or, like, you're like, oh, my God, it's such a Hallmark holiday, but, like, whatever. I mean, who cares? Like every day could be Valentine's day. Every day could be a day for more love. But yes. Focus on it for the day or the week or whatever. I think. Treat yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Treat yourself. Treat yourself. <laughs> not with candy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> Jamie, tell us where we can find you. So if the people want to find you, where can they yeah. find you?
1: Well, you can come hang out with me on Instagram. That's where I hang out the most often. So I'm at Jamie Berman underscore. Before. And if you want to check out my work around money and manifesting money, which is kind of similar to the conversation we had around body love in an interesting way, right? It's where we learn to be in a state of abundance and get out of scarcity so that we can learn to manifest. My website is jamieberman.com. Oh my God. I love it. So good. Okay. You guys let us know
0: if you like this conversation, if you have any more questions or topics around this really nuanced topic. I would love to hear them so that we can talk about it more on the podcast. Go leave a rating and a review. And if you are not on the wait list for the yummy Yummy experience, make sure you go to lauraconley.com, get yourself on the wait list. We are going to open doors late March for the April round of the experience where we lose weight for the last time by loving ourselves. It's amazing. So go get on there. Thanks again, Jamie. I really appreciate it.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Love you so much. Love you. (laughs) Hey, if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, I would love it. Love it. If you leave a rate, review, and a subscribe on whatever you're listening to this podcast in. Pretty, pretty pleased with a cherry on top. It would help me so much and it would help all the other mamas out there hear this message. Thank you in advance. I really appreciate it. And you have to come check out the Yummy Mummy Experience. It's my proven lose weight for the last time group coaching and course. Head to LaraConley.com and just click work with me. Other than that, you guys, I would love to give you a free gift. If you want your free listener only gift, go to laraconley.com forward slash gift. And from there, you will get your free best ever weight loss hack. So cool the last thing I want to tell you you guys is I do have a free Facebook group. It's called you guessed it. The yummy mummy lose weight for the last time and body drama and get food freedom. You can just search that in Facebook, or again, you can head to the show notes and you'll find the link there. All right, you guys have the best day ever.